In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Welcome back to another episode. It's me. How are y'all feeling? I hope all is well. All right. I don't I don't know what y'all have been doing, but there's only a little time left to shop our exclusive Bachelorette merch over on the Betcha shop. So don't miss out. Like I'm, I'm, I've been told y'all from these really cute totes to these light up compact mirrors. We've got everything you need for your Bachelorette party swag and your bridesmaids will actually use the stuff again. So if you miss out, it's only your fault. And I love you. So head over to Betches.co slash brides to shop the collection now. But act fast. And I know y'all doing a whole bunch of other things, but scoot on over there. Come back to the podcast. You can keep listening to me while you do that. These limited edition styles will only be available until June 9th. So hurry. It's top of the week. You're ready to lock and load. So I don't know about y'all, but has anyone seen... The Man Called Otto. I, I just recently watched that movie and I told my whole family about it. And my mom was like, I don't need another movie that's going to make me cry. And I was like, Mom, but this is a really good one. <laughs> I cried like the whole, okay, not the whole time. But when it gets, if you haven't seen the movie, go see it. It was really good. I, it, touched, it touched my little spirit. Um, and outside of that, outside of watching really sad movies, I've been working on a puzzle that's a thousand pieces and I'm almost done with it. And I've been trying to, I've been watching so many YouTube videos on this um, Calm Down Rema dance. I am, I am determined to get this dance down. The footwork, it's still a little dodgy, but ultimately I have the essence of the dance. It's there-ish. Will you see me make it to TikTok? Highly unlikely. Will I know how to do the dance in the privacy of my own home? Absolutely. So for any of you practicing any dances, I support your mission that you will never make it to TikTok, but you will know that you can do it too. So there's that. <laughs> On today, we're talking eloping. And as someone who gets whose lifestyle is fed by the by other people having their weddings, which I'm very grateful, there is the conversation of why all the fuss? Should you just elope? And I think there's a world in which, you know, you got to give your you got to give yourself permission to be a little selfish if eloping is what you want and understanding that being selfish is not a bad thing at all. We just have this world in which we think being selfish is terrible, but you got to worry about yourself and your happiness. But at the same time, if you have the resources and if you know you your heart is in having a lovely wedding, and a beautiful experience, lean into that and go for it. But if you know your heart's not really into it and you really just want to get away with your boo, then do that too. So we're going to talk about a little bit about eloping, some of the etiquette. Did you know there's etiquette behind eloping? I didn't because I was still going to send them a registry, even if I do elope. Buy me stuff. But anyway, that was me being selfish. So (laughs) let's jump right on into this podcast. And today, Samantha, it's Kasinski is joining us. How are you, Samantha? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So excited to have you on. Tell us a little bit more about you and your partner. Um, so my uh, fiance, Eddie, and I, um, we met at work um, almost, uh, we've met about six or seven years ago. We've been together almost five years um, and so we are eloping this September, this upcoming September. Yeah, here in, um, we live in uh, Orlando, Florida, but we are going to Tampa to elope there just at the courthouse. Um, we wanted a little bit of a getaway, but not anything um, too too crazy for the actual wedding ceremony. Um, and we'll just be there with a photographer and a few friends. 
Um, and then we are doing a road trip to see our families and do like a, a short version of a honeymoon um, following that for a couple of weeks. So we'll do a small um, a small reception with my my side of my family with my dad. Um, it'll be it's a little a little bit bigger than we had anticipated originally. Um, <laughs> so that's quickly getting bigger than we thought. Um, and then we'll drive so my family's up in Chicago and then we'll go see Eddie's family out in Pennsylvania for a significantly smaller celebration with like 10 family members in a backyard. Um, and then we'll be coming home to Orlando to celebrate with some friends down here too. So the world tour is what we're going to call it. The Sammy yes. and Eddie world tour. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. Kind of. <laughs> so right now your elopement um, mm-hmm. is going to be September 29th of this year. How yes. many people are actually involved? Because I hear the word elopement so often. And I'm like, it's to me, it's like some people think it's six people, it's 10 people. Are you eloping with just two or what's your size of your elopement? Um, so for the actual ceremony, it's just going to be us and the photographer in the courthouse. And then for dinner afterwards, there'll probably be like seven or eight friends there. So oh. still small. Yeah. All right, cool. So then tell us about how did you guys come up with the concept of eloping? Why did you decide that instead of a, a traditional wedding? Um, so we had been talking about um, just our goals for what we wanted to do over the next few years, like as far as our relationship, Mm. like buying a house, we have career goals that we want to accomplish. And, um, you know, we really wanted to be married, but not necessarily plan this massive wedding that, you know, we knew we'd have to save up for and it would take time to plan that. And so, Mm. um, we had been to like so many of our friends getting married are getting married right now. And that's just like the season of life that we're in. Um, and seeing how stressed out they all are about planning <laughs> these weddings. And, um, one of our, our closest friends, he, he actually officiated their wedding this past fall. And the next morning after the wedding, the brides, the first thing she said was elope, like don't have a wedding, like elope. It's not worth the stress. <laughs> it's not worth the anxiety. Um, <laughs> and so like being very like quiet, like reserved people, we were like, okay, maybe, maybe we do just just elope and have that just for us. And we can still celebrate with our friends and family, but have that moment just for us, you know, because to us it was, we, we really want to be married, but we don't want to plan this huge, massive wedding. That's going to take us mm-hmm. a year and a half, two years. Like we just, we said, Nope, we want to do this. And so we're going to do it next year. Yeah. I love that. And I think you, you just, you might've given some other people permission and I'm as someone who is a wedding planner, I'm, I say, I love weddings and I'm always <laughs> excited to do one. But unless you're really excited to do one and you have the funds to really do one, proceed with caution. So <laughs> like, I love a wedding. I'm down for it. So kudos to you for leaning into what you yeah. felt and eloping. And kudos to all of you that are planning big bodied, beautiful weddings as well. Like exciting for you too. But guard yourself. So <laughs> yeah, I love going to weddings. I love seeing big weddings, but it's just, it's not, too. not for us. <laughs> well, it, it wasn't your speed and that's fine. But yeah. however, your family seems to have, have other ideas because I think your folks are putting on their own weddings for you in lieu oh, yeah. of you having your wedding. <laughs> so what happened when you were like, you know what, family, I'm not I'm not, we're not doing a big thing. We're just going to keep it simple. We're eloping. What was the response from your your crew? So um, it's funny. We got two very different responses. So Eddie's Eddie's parents actually eloped at a courthouse themselves. Mm. <laughs> so at first, like his mom's first reaction was, why would you do that? Like, why would you not have a wedding? And then he <laughs> kind of reminded her, like, you did the same thing. So maybe, <laughs> maybe it is okay. <laughs> And then she came around to that. Um, my dad's immediate reaction when we told him we were doing it, he was just, he he didn't hear it at first. He just heard, oh, you're getting married. And he was really excited. Mm. And then my stepmom kind of said, well, let, let's wait, wait a second. Like, this is exciting. But can we can we go back to the, the not having a wedding part? Um, and so my dad is like, Eddie's family is, his extended family is really small. So like having everyone over for a backyard barbecue is like super feasible. Um, mm-hmm. My um, extended family. There's a lot of us, like a Mm -hmm. lot, a lot of us. So my dad 
um, is throwing just a small ish reception for us, um, at a restaurant and it, he really wants to go big. Um, so kind of reining him in. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing him. Uh, yeah. I was like, I I see you having some challenges there. Keep going. (laughs) Yeah. He's, uh, we've, we've gotten the guest list down to 50 and that's not even including all of our cousins, extended family and (gasps) family friends. And so it's, it's a lot already. And, you know, we were talking to my dad last week about, you know, if we do want to include, um, like playing that game of, if we include this group of cousins then we have to include that group of cousins. And if we invite Mm -hmm. these people, you have to invite these people. And all of a sudden it's a hundred people. Um, and it's, it's a full wedding. It's a, it's a big old wedding, which is not what we wanted. Um, (laughs) so talking that part down from my dad was a little difficult. Um, we, it, funnily enough, we went, so we went to Chicago about a month or two ago just to, to visit. And, um, we got there and my dad had ordered these invitations, like wedding invitations after wow. we talked about sending an email to all of our family. And, <laughs> um, he ordered, he was getting ready to order a wedding cake and we were like, no, let's, let's, let's pause. <laughs> let's go back a little bit. So it's, it's been a little bit of a struggle, but I know it's coming from a good place and he wants to celebrate us and, um, mm. so just finding it, it's been a struggle finding that balance of how do I, how do we stand our ground while still honoring? Uh-huh. That leads me to my next question. One, I want to know why was Eddie's mom who had eloped <laughs> anti your elopement? One question. So we'll start there. And then I got to follow up for your, your parents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think she really just wanted to be there and have the family together to celebrate. And mm-hmm. I think. I, I understand where she's coming from. And so when she found out that we were, and, and she wanted to be able to experience it. So her biggest question was, are you still going to have a photographer? Yes, we are still going to have a photographer. Okay. So she can see that moment and feel like she was a part of it um, mm-hmm. and have the family feel like they're a part of it. Um, and then we are still going to celebrate with them in some way was important. So I yeah. think we've checked. And I feel that because I, yeah. And I think, as I think about other people who are planning elopements or even myself, like I've always said, if I get married as a wedding planner, it would be so hard for me to create a wedding that would surpass what people would think I would have as a wedding. So I'm like, I'm not sure. even going to try. I'm just going to go in a field and somebody's <laughs> going to be there and we're just going to make it nice. But I can see how other people who know your love story and know you, mm-hmm. they're like, well, how do we get to play? So I, I can yeah. see mom's side about that of like, we know y'all and we want to be a part of this new start of your legacy of your new lives together. So I dig that. Mm -hmm. And now I'm also kind of understanding dad's point. He's like, oh, we're inviting the whole world. The whole crew Mm -hmm. is going to come to this backyard place and it's going to be awesome. But how has it been trying to like, and I understand it. Dad, you're like, are you, are you a daddy's girl? Um, so my parents are divorced. Um, and I don't have a relationship with my mom. So my dad and I just are, we have been really close even before that. So um, I do lean on my dad for a lot of things. I don't, I've never like called myself a daddy's girl, but I do have a strong relationship with my dad and it's, your it's, dad's I ordering have, you a wedding cake. <laughs> you are yeah. a daddy's girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just me and one younger brother. My brother's a few years younger than me. So I am the only daughter. So yeah. Ah, that's okay. probably part of it. Do too. you think he has this secret feeling of like, I've always wanted to do, be the, fa- have the father of the bride kind of duties that you're, you've kept him from with this elopement. Yeah, and I don't think it's a secret at all. <laughs> it's definitely in mm. like out loud uh wish that he he honestly he's not vocalizing as much as my my stepmom is. She's like, you have to understand where he's coming from and he's just trying to have yeah. this moment and he doesn't get to give you away or have this first dance and all that stuff. So Okay. Well, it sounds like and and it's hard to I don't know. I, to be honest, I don't have a solution for this because this sounds hard to navigate and I would be letting your dad kind of do whatever as long as he's not asking you to pay for it, which it doesn't sound like he is. Yeah. He understands you've made it clear what you are doing and your plans. And he's like, well, I'm having a wedding for you. I hope you come. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, well, so, I think. So we, were, we were laughing at him when we saw him last week because he 
Uh, so we sent out these invitations and he didn't even send us one. And so we were like, <laughs> are we even invited? Is this party are we coming? for us? Yeah. <laughs> He's literally going to make like little 3D images of y'all and just put it put it up on the wall like <laughs> celebrating Eddie and Sam. So, well, I mean, I, it sounds like your dad is, is coming from a good place. Mm-hmm. I love it. I say lean into it. Have your fun. Yeah. And, and you know, choo- choose your adventure here. But dad sounds like a good guy. I'm, I'm here. He is. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You guys still are planning your own little thing. You guys are mm-hmm. going to go for pizza before your world tour, after your courthouse. Yeah. And tell me more about what you guys are planning with this whole pizza moment. Um, talk to me. Yeah. So, um, like I said, we're getting married in Tampa and there is a pizza place called Sam and Eddie's pizza. Um, so yeah, so it was, it felt appropriate. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and we've been there before the pizza's great. So we are going to meet our friends there, um, and just have, you know, just just like intimate moment, uh, a little bit more casual. We'll be there in our formal wear, but, (laughs) and then we'll go get drinks afterwards. There's a couple of places that we like to go when we're um, in town over there. So we'll go do that after pizza. But it'll be a nice, a nice, All right. I love that more casual celebration. Love. And this is where like your seven friends are meeting you mm-hmm. post wedding. They'll, they'll rah, 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 maybe throw some rice at your face sure. and or biodegradable <laughs> confetti, whichever you choose. Um, <laughs> and you guys are just going to keep it chill. How did you come yeah. up with this idea? Did you just like walk by it one day and was like, this is it. Like what, what kind of prompted this next step? Cause you could have easily said, let's just have dinner alone or mm-hmm. let's do nothing. What made this ha- feel like the next best step? We do have like a very tight knit group of friends that we are close with down here. And Eddie's brother actually lives down here too. So it just felt wrong to like, to not want to share those things because we share so many other life milestones, like two of the, co- or three mm-hmm. of the couples that are joining us. Like we, that were in their weddings as well. So it just like, we want to share that moment with the people that we share other, other milestones with, yeah. um, locally. Cause they, they are here, they can celebrate with us. Um, mm-hmm. and we had been to this pizza place before. Um, we only went because it, we share a name. Um, and so we figured it was, <laughs> <laughs> it, the pizza was great. So we wanted to go back and enjoy there. And, um, it, it was, it's, it'll hopefully be a nice moment for us to get away just for, just mm-hmm. a step out of our normal routine, um, but still do okay. it in a special way that feels personal yeah. to us and not crazy extravagant. Yeah. And I'm wondering, like, as you're talking about it, you've, re- you've kind of gone back to like sharing it. There's friends involved and understanding that this elopement kind of came about because you do have like life choices that you're trying to navigate and understanding the stress of a wedding, this, that, and a third. Did you ever consider just eloping without telling anyone? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It was a brief (laughs) consideration, but it wasn't anything that we were ever seriously considering, I guess. Um, Mm. I think we are planners and we still want to make the moment um, special to us. So it felt kind of weird to like plan something like 
like, okay, book a photographer, get a wedding dress. I'm, I am getting, going to an alterations yeah. appointment for the, that booking a florist. And, um, it felt kind of weird, like to plan that stuff in secret. So, and even when, yeah. before we told our families, we were, what we were planning to do, we were already like, we'd, we had already booked a photographer before we'd even told either of our families that we were doing this. So, hmm. um, yeah, so it just felt weird to, to not tell people, um, because it is, such a big moment in our lives. Like you want to share it's that a with a big deal. It's a love. huge deal. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. And I think, I guess elopements kind of get a bad rap of like being this whole private thing and mm-hmm. you're just running off to do it. But I think the way that you're doing it, it's give it'll, it'll be nice. I think you're allowing a lot of people to be involved in this love story, but you're still creating the boundary of making it a safe space for you. Understanding the finances and the thing, the goals that you have, you're being extremely intentional about how you want to start a life together, which is mm-hmm. well done. Thank <laughs> <So> you. <laughs> I think this is really, I think it's really great that you're still like, but this is how we have decided to celebrate our wedding. Mm-hmm. So yes, you're having an elopement, but you're still having, you're celebrating your wedding in various different components, which I think is beautiful and extremely untraditional. So it's I, I think you're going to give a, you're a great example to other people who are trying to find their footing when the stress of a wedding, the cost of a wedding, and all these other things are up in yeah. front of you. You can still have a beautiful celebration in different ways. So that's I think that's great. Okay. So Sam and Eddie's is happening. We're having pizza. <laughs> but now you're also having a small reception at a brewery? Talk yeah. to me. Um <laughs> Yeah. So we, there's a, a brewery pretty close to our house. Um, we had considered different options cause we do, we do a pretty large group, friend group here. You know, we've both lived here, um, for about 10 years. So we do have a lot of friends and we've worked in a lot of different places, places together. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, we met through work. So we do have a lot of people just that we know through work. Um, and so we want to be able to celebrate with them here. And we had, been trying to find different options for that, um, again, to keep it cost effective. Um, we did think about having it at our house. Um, but then Mm -hmm. there are a lot of things that come along with doing Mm -hmm. it at home. A lot of, um, logistics (laughs) that (laughs) we're not sure we're ready to take on. Um, and we do the, the brewery that we're looking at doing it there, they, they just opened their newer. So they do have a lot of flexibility and they're still trying to figure out how they do Love. events, which is kind of nice. Cause they, um, they Ooh. have a lot of suggestions, but they want to hear our suggestions and see how we can, um, what kind of party we can throw. <laughs> I love a new venue. Um, <laughs> cause they know nothing, which is great. It's great. If you're, if you're, if you're kind of a wedding professional and it's like, I can help you mold this. Um, but <laughs> I agree with you. Good call on um, kind of moving away from home. I think there's home is very easy to to consider for a lot of people. But there's a lot of things that you don't understand about hosting people at your home when there's mm-hmm. mass. And you have to think of like what you're saying, bathrooms. Where does everyone use the bathroom? Yeah. Who's maintaining that restroom? Um, at the end of the night when there's solo cups and trash and all this other stuff, uh-huh. who's taking that trash away? <laughs> Um, how are we creating a kitchen to house someone to serve out a hundred plates of something? So there are lots mm-hmm. of nuances to hosting a wedding at home. You really got to trust somebody and hire a professional, especially cause you're yeah. like, do you even want people in your house? Like I'm big on yeah. energy. Do I want people walking through my house at all? So good for yeah. you. So now you're going to this brand new brewery who's working out the kinks mm-hmm. and what have you guys discussed so far? Because I do have some suggestions on questions to potentially ask um, so that yeah. you guys can make sure you're in alignment and on the same page. Okay. Um, so we've talked. So we are meet, actually meeting with them tomorrow to get a little bit more detail. Um, so we've talked about okay. um, which spaces in the brewery we can use, whether we want the whole venue or if we want just um, different parts of the venue, depending on how many people we can have. Um, if we want to bring in caterer or, um, they do a lot of food trucks there. So they have a lot of suggestions for, um, food trucks we can bring in. Um, and then as far as food trucks and drinks, like what, what do we pay for versus what we ask our guests to pay for is something that we definitely need to ask more questions about. Um, cause she, 
she had already given us a couple of options of like we could give we we'll have a minimum bar tab. Um, so do we yep. pay for a first round of drinks for everybody or do we pay for like up to X amount? Do we and give drink tickets like or do we just mm. say um, ev- like everyone pay and then we'll meet to, to, if we don't meet the tab, then um, we pay the rest of it. Um, if we pay for this food truck to come, do we do we pay for a certain amount of food from the food truck or do we just let everybody order what they mm-hmm. want? Um, but do a preset I, menu. Yeah. Um, but that's, mm-hmm. we've just talked bare minimum about all of those things. Um, not really any more in depth than that. Is the food truck the only concept or have you considered having a caterer do it? Or does the food truck just feel a little bit more true to you? Um, I think we could go either way depending on, um, for us, we just want to make sure that it is the easiest for log- logistically, like what's the easiest for our yeah. guests and for the brewery and for us, um, something that will meet all those needs. So if it is easier to just bring a caterer in and say, we're going to set up X amount of food for everyone versus like yeah. wood, because the brewery doesn't have a kitchen, so they would have to like bring everything prepared. You'd have to build a kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Versus a food truck, which could just come on site with the food truck. Everything. So first thing I would ask, and and you can kind of, like you're already saying which spaces are which and how, how does this work. I would say before you even ask the questions from a venue, always identify what your intended guest experience would be. So I would say you and Eddie need to sit down and say, from the moment that guests arrive, what would it look like if this event looked exactly how I wanted it? Would there be some type of micro ceremony happening or would it just be mm-hmm. everyone walks in and they hit the bar? Would they walk in, there's food available? Is there food being passed for them? And I, sometimes there's a world in which you're combining a food truck and a catering company so that you do have staff that can serve some things and then maybe the midnight snack or maybe the major anchor of it is the food truck. Things to consider okay. with a food truck are lines and not having people have to stand up and wait for the food. So with a caterer, you can mitigate your guest experience having to wait on food. You can also talk up to the food truck about helping you create stations that may be, like if the food is that great from the food truck, maybe they can cook a lot of mass of the same thing. And then the service staff from the catering company can work with you to just make sure it looks beautiful, presents right. it, does the cleanup. Because that's another thing. The food truck can't really, they can stay in the truck and that's, Sometimes yeah. kind of it. Like, yeah. so asking the food truck if they're, do they have like supplemental staff that can help keep the space clean with drinks, that and the third. I would definitely ask the venue, like you're saying, which spaces are ours and how much exclusivity do you get with the mm-hmm. space? Because sometimes if it's a major brewery, will I hear the noise of another celebration that's happening while I'm having my celebration? And maybe that's not a problem for you because you're like, well, we're going to be loud too. Like, choose your adventure. But yeah. <laughs> if you maybe, like, I want to give a toast or something and we want to have a moment where there might be less talking or music, just make sure you understand what the the balance of sound and if there's a separation. I've actually done a wedding at a brewery and one of the main the main points was the bathroom was basically in the space that we had so we had to figure out like a, a roundaway way to create access to the bathrooms for the guests that were outside, which was not ideal, but it yeah. worked out. <laughs> like you're creating a pipe and drape, like bathrooms are yeah. that way. So I would also ask about hours of load-in and how that's rental, different from the time, because sometimes they'll give you an allotment of hours that you can use a space. Make sure you're clear on the hours that you can physically access a space, like all bodies are in the space and the difference between... I can load in like maybe tables if I do want to bring some flowers in or just drop off some tchotchkes. And then what time do I need to load out by? And I would also, I always ask about a sound ordinance. So what time does music absolutely have to be off? Um, And that's why I'm saying create that run of show or that concept of like, I envision dancing until 2 a.m. So that way when you're having a conversation with them, you can tell them I want to dance till 2 a.m. And they can tell Mm -hmm. you yes or no. And then you can adjust yourself from there. Um, but I think like you're, you're going in, you're going to have a really robust conversation. Also ask about um, what they actually have that you can use. So whether that's different types of tables, like 
sometimes I'm like, I need a cake table. I need a table to put a card box on. Do they have smaller tables? Do they have some linens? And maybe they don't, but they might have a rental partner that they're, they can say, we can get you these things. And I always just say, make it really, really clear when you're asking them what's included, that those items are outlined somewhere on the proposal so that you have something to back up on when you're like, hey, where are those eight high boy tables that you said you had? And they're like, we don't have them anymore. And it's like, well, you've promised them to me. So just make sure you have a lot of things in writing, especially for a newer venue, just to make sure you're, you're in the clear. I know that's a lot to digest, but I think you're going to have a beautiful wedding. Weddings. War weddings. tour. You're going to have beautiful weddings. Yeah. Thank you. Thank so, you. But I think I really want to talk more about this elopement and how to lean into that non-traditional focus and what you're already doing. But how can we make sure we're really setting you up for success? We have a great expert that I think can answer some more of your questions, specifically helping with dad and, and his, his rogueness. But <laughs> I think we're going to bring on an expert and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be lovely. And now it's time to ask our expert. Each episode, we'll be inviting wedding experts and insiders onto the podcast to dig deeper into our bride's biggest problem areas. Today, we are joined by Kim Olson, the co-founder of The Art of Eloping and author of Your Wedding, Your Way, Destination Elopements, Intimate Ceremonies, and Other Non-Traditional Nuptial. And she's an expert on the many ways to pull off a non-traditional wedding. Kim, how are you? I'm fabulous. Thank you so much for inviting me on. This is one of my most favorite topics to discuss. So yeah. I'm happy to help in any way that I can. <laughs> love, love. Sammy, what's what's on your mind on the etiquette front? What are you, what are you vibing with there? So we have been asked by a few people already um, if we're doing any of the like more traditional pieces of having a wedding, like bridal shower, registry, wedding website, um, any of that stuff. But we weren't sure if, um, since we're not, we're not throwing a big party, like we don't know necessarily if it's okay to, to do a registry, ask for gifts. Um, what, what is the etiquette around that sort of thing? Um, since we're not having a party, big, big wedding party. Sure. So I think you've actually overcome the first big hurdle of etiquette and eloping, which is the announcement. Um, and that's certainly where family members, especially more senior ones, get a little hung up on, uh, wait, what are you doing? Um, forgetting that, you know, 50 years ago, this was actually a traditional way to get married was the courthouse or, you know, a church basement or a small backyard wedding. Um, and that the modern wedding really didn't blossom until 1980s, you know, thanks to Princess Dies Glorious Wedding, and then 1990 with Martha Stewart and the DIY mayhem that ensued in all the good ways. But I think that given that you're <laughs> going a courthouse route, um, there are some traditional elements that you should definitely include that will kind of make sense for you. So I'll start there um, before we get to the what can people buy for you that that covers. And the first thing is attire. Um, you're going to want to probably wear something that looks cute. You're going to be photographed yeah. and you're going to want to hold something <laughs> because no matter what, people always want to do something with their hands. So some traditional elements to transfer over will be the dress, the photographer, if they're allowed in the courthouse, and a bouquet. Mm -hmm. And now because some people are already queued in, let them pay for those things, especially a photographer. That's okay. a great thing to kind of capture and package and say, Hey, you want to give me something grandma? This is, you know, help support this. The one way I'm going to be able to share this with you because you're not going to be there, which is through photographs. Um, that is usually a pretty good sell, especially for okay. down the road at these future events that your dad's sort of taking over, which is adorable. Um, because then you have something to show at these events. You know, you have a slideshow. Mm -hmm. um, if you maybe want to have a videographer, also check the rules to see if they're allowed in a courthouse, wherever you're going. They can then, you know, present the video of the elopement or of, you know, the documentary style of going around town and getting pizza, um, getting on the subway, taking a cab, getting in an Uber, however you're going to do that. Elopement is a great way to showcase sort of the experience and through photography and videography, 
Those are not cheap. Let someone cover that. Make your vendors part of your registry, which is sort of the beauty of eloping because with the traditional wedding, that's a little awkward. But I think that's a great way to kind of tackle yeah. it. If people are going to be asking you, what can I do? Um, another thing is, well, get those Uber gift cards if you're going to need them. But there are sort of these quirky experiences that have popped up outside of these cash funds that we all know about. But like Domino's has a registry, believe it or not, which is crazy. But if you like pizza, huh. you can say, hey, you know, as a little like, we're getting pizza after. We'd like to continue this sort of fun occasion. We'd like a Domino's part of the registry. So they sort of have themes that are really fun to pick from. Um, one is like a thank you writing note, a thon, like feed us during our thank you note writing, which you might have to do if you're getting gifts. Um, some are like, hey, sorry, you missed the wedding. Here's some pizza to celebrate on your behalf. So there are little ways to sort of playfully acknowledge through a gift your wedding. And it's not necessarily, you know, etched champagne flutes, if, so to speak. Those are gorgeous, sure. but you might not need them or want them. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think about like non-traditional, I guess, places like a Domino's for registry. That's cool. Or Delta. Delta. Hey, yeah, they're I'll take Delta. popping up. Delta has oh, gift cards. <laughs> so smart. It's so smart, especially, wow. I don't know if you're going to honeymoon, but like the experience idea of um, having people sort of cover, obviously, your flight. Airbnb gift cards, those are always a great idea. It might not be a traditional okay. registry that you're going to like put through crate and barrel, but you could package it sure. that way. People just, the thing is, they don't care how they gift it. They usually just want to know what to do. Um, because once they get over mm, the okay. surprise that you're not getting married, you know, in a, a big wedding, they're just sort of like, well, how do we celebrate you? Because their loved ones still want to show that. And usually that's sure. for gifts. Um even though it's yeah. sort of this very 1920 ways of getting married is the registry. It's a very antiquated tradition, but it is something that's part of our culture and that is very much expected um, as soon as you pretty much announce your save the date. So, <laughs> yeah. So I think also the way that Sammy, your dad is hosting a larger celebration. Mm -hmm. Kim, and, and as someone who also would love to elope, I would actually still create my own registry. Is it in poor taste to still have a registry that is traditional? I say absolutely not. Um, again, okay. because there are those folks who are looking to gift something. I think that when you're yeah. eloping, because some people are going to feel a little slighted, whether it's your best friend not being a maid of honor, whether it's um, someone who would like to speak that can't get to, or your dad can't walk you down the aisle for that important moment. Um mm -hmm the etiquette in kind of conveying the registry is let them ask first or yes. do it politely in a more sophisticated manner. Like if you would like to, I don't want to say support, if you like to ce celebrate us as a couple, here's one way. And then maybe just put the link okay. in the announcement. Yeah. But I would not upfront, you know, say, Hey, we're looking by the way, here's my, my registry. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, by my flight to Italy. <laughs> by my stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. exactly. And, yeah. And I'm exactly. also like, I'm always pro off offering a charity as an option for a registry is always okay. one of my suggestions. A lot of times we have everything that we need. There's like really nothing else you can give us. We've already started a house together. Like we're, we're pretty yeah. set. But if you want us to help support our love story, please donate to a local charity that we really, really love or choose one that you love and then donate in our name. Like choose your adventure there. I love that. Um, but I think your dad probably, because he's footing the bill for this, this shindig out there. Mm -hmm. And I, I, you know, he's probably, he's probably got people like, well, what do they want? Da -da -da -da. Yeah. And they're probably going to get you some stuff that you don't want. So yeah. you might want to put a little something, something together to ensure okay. you can get a Sonos and maybe a Delta gift card and Airbnb, something, yeah. something that you actually want. <laughs> Not another crate and barrel moment. So, Crate yeah. Barrel, we love you though. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's all. We do. Well, <laughs> there is a way on the sly. I don't. I don't know if this is common knowledge at this point, but in my book, I covered it. There's a a way to accept the gift graciously, and then on the back end, if they go through Zola, transfer it to cash. Um, that, that oh, kind I do of that is all the time. Thing. Zola's yeah. the best. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's really Shout smart. Um, so if you're getting something yeah. that I don't want to say you necessarily didn't ask for, but you put on there like because you felt you had to, like the ubiquitous okay. blender Plates. or you know the the sure. the mixer that everybody wants on their yeah. counter. Yeah, you know, or maybe you don't really need new sheets, but yeah. you put them on there because you know everybody expects it to. You can kind of quietly on the back end just convert that to cash through Zola. There's a way to do that okay. um, discreetly so that yeah. nobody finds out you did that. Just remember too in your thank you note, document it properly. <laughs> I will say that. Loved yeah. the plates. They were great. Even though I got yes. a vinyl record player. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for the That's flight genius. to Italy, even though you gifted me a KitchenAid. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. That is definitely one of my favorite details about Zola. So That's I guess awesome. when it comes to hosting a shower or hosting an engagement party, are you like, no, ma'am, yay or nay? I'm a nay, honestly, because those nay. are sort of engagement only if it's what I know couples have done where they turn it into the surprise wedding, which is really small. Ah. So they take their engagement party. They have all of their beloved people there. They have a gorgeous venue usually, or it's at home, which is a great idea, or it's at a restaurant. Everybody's dressed up. They're able to take their wedding photographer and repurpose them, essentially. The food's good. The drinks are good. There's his and her cocktails. They give their speech and announce, you're really here to witness us get married. And that's that's a cute thing to do. <laughs> but if you're not going to do that yeah. as like a secret elopement, I would just recommend to be tasteful, no, unless it's with a core group of friends, again, people who actually want to celebrate the engagement. But the whole point of eloping is to kind of not create a big to-do. Tell. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it's about keeping it a little low-key. You don't want to be the center of attention. You don't want to spend that extra money, even if dad wants to put the bill. Mm -hmm. You kind of want to just, like, not have more things to plan because even though he's someone's paying for it that might not be you, it's still a stressor. Mm -hmm. Um and a lot of people elope yeah. and it's not about the money. It's because yeah. they don't want a third job. You know, they don't want to be planning stuff. So I think some of those yeah. more traditional things, if somebody else is going to take the bill and plan it for you, like a bachelorette, cool. If not, it's a little weird to have, in my opinion. Um, and I've, I've never really seen any couples. I interviewed hundreds of couples between the book and my website about this. And no one's done these things because that doesn't fit their kind mm -hmm. of ethos of marriage. Yeah. Yeah. The the reason for eloping in the first place is to keep it keep it quiet. Yeah. yeah. What's the first what's your first tip into let's like similar to Sammy, it's like you've got some family who really want to celebrate with you, but you really you really don't want to. You really want to keep this thing under wraps. What's your first suggestion? And Sammy, we love you. But how to not do it like Sammy? And how do we <laughs> it for someone listening who really wants to just run away and like do this with no one knowing and come back and just be like, guess what we did? What's the first suggestion you give people to to make that decision? I'm gonna steal this from one of my most favorite couples I talked to who did it in Vegas of all places, the classic way spur of the moment, you know, like in the treasure Island tub proposing the next morning at the courthouse in line, to, you know, get their certificate. Their parents were upset. Um, they really had wanted mm. to be part of their relationship through marriage. And the way the couple saw it was they were a little older in life, more established. They, neither of them wanted to fall into the trappings of a traditional wedding. That was not who they were. They were very, Felt very strongly about getting married in the way they wanted to. But they acknowledged <laughs> upon returning home that some people were not cool with it. <laughs> so on their <laughs> sixth month anniversary, um, which actually fell on the anniversary of the proposal. So it was like very, very sweet and a little intentional. They held a brunch and incorporated elements of some of the traditional events, such as um, the mom went to all the cake tastings for the cake they were going to have at the brunch. And she loved it. And she felt very included mm. in that. Um, there was another relative who's into, like, of all things, stamp collecting. So for the oh. invitations to the brunch, she got to pick out the stamps that were going with it. And, like, that sounds so 
tiny and insignificant, but for this person, it really meant the world because that is a passion of theirs. And they got to, you know, it was almost a gift to, to this event. And in hindsight, the couple actually was so happy they did this because they were so proud of their love and they really wanted to show it off. Mm -hmm. And they were really glad that they chose to have this brunch again, non-traditional celebration. You know, they weren't in the hotel ballroom, but just a, a Saturday afternoon brunch with their loved ones. And they were just, they felt so seen. And especially, I think they were just like, we're an older couple. So we didn't really expect much, but everybody just, we were so loved in that, in that moment. So I think something like that is a really good way. If you're going to go off in secret and maybe make some people mad, um, come home and have a little post elopement ceremony. Another way to make people feel included who weren't there again is to bring in the videography element and have that sort of playing in the background of an event that you might have. Mm. A lot of couples will do a one year anniversary party and yeah, quote unquote, renew their vows, but say their vows in front of the people that they theoretically would have had at their wedding um, already without the stress mm. of getting married. You know, they're not saying their vows for real, so to speak. They're already married. Um, everybody already knows, but now everybody can get together and celebrate them, which I think the guests probably like too, because there's less pressure on the guests. I know a couple here locally in Maryland who did it at a pavilion and pretended like it was a family reunion so they could save money by not saying it was a wedding celebration <laughs> and had a barbecue. Mm. And like everybody still got to come and act like we're celebrating your love a year later, but it was in the guise of this family reunion, which was brilliant. So those are my thoughts on that. <laughs> Sammy, how does that hearing that make you feel understanding you're kind of doing something similar, just a little bit, the timeline shorter. How does that yeah. make you feel? It makes me feel a little bit better. Um, just hearing what you said about like people just wanting to show you how much you're loved like that. Like I am still a little stressed about what my dad, the party, bigger party my dad's throwing, but like, just knowing that it's coming from a good place and um, that there's people in my life that want to celebrate us and our love. And it's, it's comforting. I love that. Oh, that's and so they're good. footing the bill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you nailed it. <laughs> and you, you get to go and you get to be yeah. fully present in that moment. Cause you didn't have to, you don't have to think about what it looks like and that something's wrong or anything. You get to walk into that room and it's all about you. I think yeah. that's the, the kind of the best way to do it if you're going to do it. <laughs> yeah. I just need to worry about what I'm wearing and that's it. <laughs> My, that, if that's the only thing you got to worry about, I, I sign up. Sign me up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's so cool that like your dad too is allowing you this gift like of being present. You know, like that is in itself a gift. Because yeah. Everybody starts out wanting to be seen and for their love. And that is so lost throughout the process of planning a wedding. Mm. I mean, it's, we all know it. And that's why everybody gets stressed out. And, you know, there's Zola surveys of couples who said that if they could do it again, they would have eloped, you know, the majority of couples. So mm. it's a really powerful testament to the stress that we put ourselves through after we've moved on from, we're so in love, we're engaged. And now it's like, oh my God, escort cards. So I think that yeah. I think your father's doing yeah. you a really big favor, even though it seems like he's creating a lot of commotion and activity for you. Um, it's his way of just showing you that he loves you. You know, I think it's really beautiful. Yeah, I think um, I'm very much a type A person. So I know that if I was the one planning like a full wedding, everything, like every detail down to the escort cards and the napkins and the silver, like I would stress myself out so much because I do care so much about the details that it's nice to just have that weight lifted from me. Yeah. What are some other ways in which you think couples think they are going to miss out on a wedding because of an elopement? Are there any other, like, maybe it's the toast, maybe it's the first dance. Are there other not even the first dance, but like parent dances, like you're saying, are there other things that people like keep people from eloping that they feel like they're going to miss out on by not having a non-traditional wedding they can, that they can still incorporate into an elopement somehow? I've got to really think about that because I don't know any couples who regretted it. 
And I've asked for the good and the bad hmm. and the ugly. And oh yeah, talk to a lot of people. There's not many people who regret it. And they that sounds selfish, but the wedding got to be about them, which was how weddings were always supposed to be. It was never about your parents' friends being invited. Um, I think overall, the the regrets came from people who couldn't be there to begin with, if that makes sense. So the mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. parents who were already deceased, where it was sort of, mm-hmm. you know, I don't I don't want to have a big wedding because my dad's not here to walk me down the aisle. That was sort of conveyed, and then the 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 realization of the potential for regret in hindsight, like the couple who said, I didn't realize I really wanted to share the fact that you know, our love with everybody and be seen. Um, some of these like surprise insights that come later on, I think is just really mm-hmm. poignant and special. And I don't hear that from many couples who've had big weddings. I just hear the bad things like the planner dipped out early. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, um, I, I think that overall, maybe they're like, we spent a little more than we wanted to when we eloped. Because everybody thinks money okay. is like the main reason. Um, a couple people have had family members not talk to them for a little while, but then come around. Oh. I will say that. I mean, that, that has happened. Oh. And I think that's dicey. But those were also circumstances where nobody was given a heads up and it was poorly announced on social media that they had gotten married. Yeah, yeah. Let's not do that. Well. <laughs> Tell how so. How do you announce it if you run off? Not on social like, media. We went to Venice. <laughs> I'll say what. So what's the etiquette yeah. there? Hat hat. What's the etiquette on announcing after you've eloped? How do you do it well? <laughs> okay, so you can buy the cute Etsy you like well? boards that say we elope, but save them until okay. like the most important people <laughs> related to you already know. Um, it's best to do in person, obviously, if you can, um, either before or after, whichever, you know, whatever you want to do is up to you if it's a secret or not in person to those in your like immediate circle. And I always think of whoever you would have had in your wedding party, tell them in person, like whether it's a potential brother-in-law, your best friend from kindergarten, um, someone who may not live right in front of you, try to call them, tell them in person, FaceTime them. Anybody who's going to feel slighted, they were not there in person with you on that mm, day. Mm-hmm. Um, so it might not be an aunt. You know, it might be that best friend from kindergarten. Or maybe you don't tell. You can't tell some aunts because before you know it, the whole family knows before the other family knows. Well, that's, you're like, you got to figure out so. who's <laughs> most active on the, the Facebook, you know, as Who, they call it. Which we, um, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And also be, be be careful with work colleagues too, because the people that are like not so close to you that you might have the daily conversations with that you feel safe because you're like, they're not going to tell anyone. Mm, mm. Are they, are they going to keep it close? Um, nope. Cause they've all got social too. So just you, you'd be surprised the way these things, you know, the grapevine actually trickles down on social. Ah. I would just be very careful about who you tell in your immediate workspace, people space, whatever, even your boss, you know, who you might have to get PTO from for this. Just be a little cagey about why I would not be very okay. specific. Um, there's no need they need to know. You just go on a little vacation, um, whether it's to the courthouse down the street or not. There's they're on a need to know basis. <laughs> um, so just be, be careful who you tell and how it might get delivered to other people. But definitely do it in person if you can before or after. Um, I'm going to say the closer to the date before, if possible. That way there's less time for the distraction of everybody trying to convince you to have a big wedding, Mm. which is kind of what happens. Mm. And if that is the case, be prepared for the registry talk and the opportunity for a post-elopement celebration, which is where everybody who wants to celebrate you in a big way can, which is sort of what you're already doing. So congrats on that. <laughs> You've got those bases <laughs> covered. So one thing that I've been thinking about a lot is, um, you know, as I'm starting to plan these celebrations and like what our day is going to look like, um, I have found myself getting like my for you page or my explore page on Instagram. Like it's all targeted for weddings right now, which is great because I think 
regardless of whether or not I'm throwing a wedding. I think it's still fun to see what other people are doing. Um, and just to like, I don't know, I'm in this part of my life where I'm getting married and I want to see, like consume the wedding content. But I guess I just want to make sure that there's, are there elements of things that I should be worried about not missing out on? I know you said that, um, that people don't typically regret getting eloped, but is there, are there elements of things that I might regret? Like we have a photographer, I have a bouquet and a dress. Like, are there, is there anything like little detail stuff that I should be wanting to hold on to, um, either for the wedding day or for any of these celebrations? I would say yes, absolutely. Um, one of the biggest being your vows. So this is something I've even seen in big weddings where couples, you really, get personal with your vows. And even when they're getting married in a big way, they still go and have their private moment with a photographer for their actual, like they call their real vows because they're so personal. They don't want to say them in a crowd. Eloping is so perfect for that because it's just you and a photographer and whoever else you've hired to be there to capture your moment. You know, your makeup artist hanging around for the day in case you cry, whatever. It is really just a really awesome opportunity to to really be authentic with your vows, as generic as that term has become. Um, Speaking of makeup artists, if you're going to have one, which I would recommend um, hiring professional hair and makeup, be clear with them about the travel arrangements. And that's with all of your vendors. I know you're not really traveling, but this goes for anybody who's eloping. Most of the times you're expected to cover their travel and you've got to figure out with an elopement, the time frame is a little wishy-washy. Are they going to hang out all day? Are they going to Get back in the plane after the two hours of makeup. You got to think about that. Mm-hmm. Um, photography definitely include as well. I think that you're probably going to do that. Check with your courthouse and make sure this is just a tangent, but make sure they allow cell phones because not a lot do. They make you put them oh. in a locker. Uh, it's very indicated, but I don't know which courthouse you're using, but just those rules change daily and they've changed daily since before times and since after COVID. So um, definitely be up to okay. stuff on that. And one really cute thing I learned from an officiant in Lake Tahoe is when you sign your certificate, if you're doing it on the spot, use a special pen that you can keep. Because I know this was more oh. so during COVID, they were bringing new pens to every elopement because they couldn't take them back. Um, but she got into the habit of, you know, to stand out, she'd bring like a calligrapher's pen or something. And that can become a really unique symbol of your day that's small, but you don't have to like, it's not a big thing to carry home with you. It's something that mm-hmm. you both can share or, you know, have as a keepsake from the day that you'll have forever. And it's really special. So I just think there's little elements like that. that, that yeah, it's, it's really charming. It's cheap. It's, it's easy to carry. You can take it to a courthouse. You can take it to the woods, you know, national park or whatever. Um, to Italy. Mm-hmm. It's it's just a nice way to to capture the day and also make a lot of copies of your certificate and give them to people you trust. People don't usually do that when they get married, whether they elope or not. I mean, paperwork during elopements, as I'm sure, you know, I found with a lot of the destination weddings, it gets overlooked. Um, so in the rush yep. to elope, yeah, make sure you know your waiting periods. Sounds so boring. Um, and make sure you know whether the efficient <laughs> cousin, best friend, whoever you have marrying you is able to get Actually ordained certified. online to marry you in your state because that's a really big deal. <laughs> you, generally, they haven't gone through the whole process and you're like, oh, so this wedding did never happen, did it? Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like during Zoom times, it wasn't really – yeah. Um, yeah. We'll go back there. We'll go forward. But there are some states, <laughs> uh, mainly Tennessee and Virginia. I live in Virginia where it historically has not been okay to go ordained online and be able to legally marry someone in person. So you have to go to a civil celebrant's home or get them to come to the courthouse to marry you. There's just a lot of boring logistics like that, but also make copies and give them to people. So if there's a fire or a flood in your home, your mom or your best friend has a copy of the important documents. A lot of people don't do this and it's like $10. Okay. Um, oh, and you're going to okay. do it in the moment at the courthouse. You're not going to probably go back in a month and do it and make a special trip. So there's lots of little things like that to remember that every couple should do when they get married. But when you're eloping, especially when you're a, trying to keep it simple, and B, trying to do it quickly, um, you might forget to do. Great. Yeah. Thank you. And another one of my favorite keepsakes is the cork from maybe the first bottle that you guys pop, because sometimes you won't do a cake cutting. So okay. it's like 
I just save the cork from that first bottle. Or if you're in Italy and you pop a bottle of wine, just save that cork and it's you can stick it with the pen in a little cabinet. It's a great little keepsake. I agree. I love the I kit. Love I that. love the pen idea. Yeah. yeah. I love that. That is love that's that. amazing. That's so cute. Cheers to eloping, guys. Here guys, we go. Everybody so- should just elope. I think we'd be a happier society if we all eloped, like Romeo yes. and Juliet. Well, I don't know. I'd kind of be out of a job, but a lo- other than that, um, <laughs> everyone keep getting married. We love you. One eighth of us would be a happier society. <laughs> I mean, I love it. I love big weddings, but I love little weddings. And I love that people mainly are just doing what they want to do. You know, like, Sammy, you're just doing what's true for you and kind of allowing other people to drive the bus, which to me is like the best case Mm -hmm. scenario. I'd be like, sure, run with this because I don't care. hundred percent. I didn't plan it. Like, go for it, Dad. I didn't plan it. Do it at the town hall. (laughs) You know, like, I'm not responsible. Choose your adventure. Let's go to the FW. I'm on board. Let's do the keep show. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sammy, good luck and Godspeed you. with your your untraditional world tour of weddings. Congratulations on your elopement in advance. Thank you so much. That's it for this week's episode of Betches Brides. Sammy, where can people follow along on your your month tour? Um, um, I'm on Instagram. It's just my name, Sammy Kosinski, um, S-A-M-I-K-O-S-I-N-S-K-I. That's, I'm on Instagram. That's it. (laughs) And Kim, where can people follow along with you? Most simply on Instagram at artofeloping. And then artofeloping.com is the website where we publish tips like this. So um, check it out if you have a lot of basic questions about eloping because it's all handled there. Love. All right. Well, follow the show at Betches Brides on Instagram, and you can follow me at Fallon Carter Events. Be sure to rate, review, and follow the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. We'll have new episodes every single Monday, so be sure to subscribe so you don't miss our next episode. Thank you so much for listening, and till death do us part. Betches.